It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. February 27, 2018. And the nice topics we're going to go with uh, welfare and gun control. These are some hot button subjects that pretty much divide the country every time something happens, whether it be a mass shooting or some type of debate on public assistance, Medicaid, food stamps, SNAP, TANF, whatever the case may be. So tonight, we're going to get some insight on it. Maybe throw out a few stats and uh, get a good old debate. So I'm going to welcome my co-hosts, John and Troy. What's up, fellas? What's going on, fellas? Chillin' mine, chillin' mine. Yeah. All right. I'm thinking uh, tonight, you know, I want to get some listeners to call in. So if you guys are listening right now, we would love to hear your input and what you have to say about it. We understand that people have different experiences with um, welfare and or guns and gun control. Um, and please, Roman Mack, if you're there, call in, bro. We want to get your input, too. So first, I would like to hit uh, the gun control topic. Um, this has been, of course, a hot-button issue because we talked about it last time. It just happens over and over again. We go through the same narrative over and over again and exactly the same path that is taken every every instance it took this time, too. So we talked about the misinformation. It happened. We talked about the politics. It happened. We talked about the sending the prayers and thoughts to the families. It happened. We talked about the uh, actors. That happened. Right. This is it's, this is ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous how, how stupid it sounds, and we get so far off where the people died. That was not fake at all. People died. So – since people did die, I don't care what y'all say about the crisis actors or politics or whatever. This shit has to get – it's got to get fixed. Now, how can we do it? John, what you got? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> once again, <laughs> I mean, you said it all, and we're right back to square one. You know, uh, everybody's – I don't know. It seems like everybody's divided once again, so everybody's pro-gun and – I don't know how that solves anything. Uh, and I haven't seen any really good solutions that have uh, came about yet. So uh, I don't know, man. Probably, I would say, what, you would think gun sales probably peaked a little bit again, once again. Uh, right. Which I, I don't know how that ever makes sense. You know, they talked about uh, arming our teachers up and stuff like that. So uh, what do you think your thoughts on, you know, arming the teachers? That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, being, right. being that, you know, we we are trained 
we are trained professionals at weapons. All three mm-hmm. of us are. Do you see or can you see any one of your teachers from high school, junior high, college, carrying around a pistol or, or a rifle? I can't see okay. that. The reason why is that profession is not fit for that type of uh, equipment. Now, what? you're telling me we're going to arm a teacher when we can't give them adequate books, computers, and equipment for their classrooms. I can't hear that. I can't hear that argument. That is not, that is not the way to go. You're, they're, we're dancing around the issue of protecting our kids. It's not arming the teachers. What that does is that presents a weapon in a situation where no weapon should be in the first place anyway. So for the 1% or less of schools that don't experience school shootings, there are guns now in the schools. So who's to say that a teacher is not feeling threatened by a student? You know how you see the videos on YouTube and Facebook. Students get all riled up. They're fighting. What if a teacher pulls a gun out because they're not adequately trained? This, right. These are the things, that can, the can of worms we open up when you talk about arming a teacher. That is not smart at all. Right. That's my take and I think, well, I think you, you hit both. I mean, the key word in that whole thing is trained. So, you know, I think just – I don't know. In America, we think that you have a firearm, you can defend yourself. But <clears throat> you can't take away the fact that, you know, our trained professionals that do carry firearms, you know, they put in hours and hours of training with that firearm. And you have your law enforcement, and then out of law enforcement, you have your SWAT, which is even highly trained out of those group of people. And they're equipped with, you know, high stressful situations, how to clear out rooms. Can you imagine a teacher or five teachers stacking up and clearing out a school? That's not going to happen. I can't. You know? And y'all, no, y'all are in Florida. Like, right. The schools in Florida are not like three or four-story schools. These are flat schools wide with wings. So mm-hmm. you're telling me that when a deputy didn't want to go into the school when he heard shooting, that a teacher or two or three are going to run out guns blazing? Do you want to be sitting there with a gun? When a cop's in the school and you're a teacher, nah. Right. Well, uh, well what I, do you think, Troy? Teachers, the teachers are it's just it's rational the students. So them having guns is not good at all. They had an incident where a teacher recorded a fight instead of breaking up the fight just recently on uh, Snapchat, and it was on the news where these kids were throwing blows, and the teacher didn't do nothing about it, but recorded the fight and was laughing and giggling just like the kids are. So. You never know. Right. These teachers may have retaliation on the damn kids themselves. Like, if the teacher say do something and the kids don't do it, he may just drop it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Or you could just think about the fact that uh, what if the kids jump this damn teacher and then take his gun and start shooting everybody up? So, um, I mean, arming the teacher ain't going to help the situation. Uh, what I think is, like I said before, we need to have. Uh, security prior to entering the school's premises. So before you get to the school, you should be, you know, swiped. Make sure you don't have any firearms, weapons, or explosives, blah, blah, blah. You are not an And uh, before you can hit the grass at the school, not when you get in the school. Like you said, it was an armed uh, security guard or it was an armed officer on duty. And he heard shots and they did nothing about it. So, what would the right. Do? Well, let's uh let's get our first caller here. Hold on one second. I don't know if we got him. Anybody here? You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Do someone, someone's calling. Uh, no, I mean there's a number. <clears throat> Maybe they're just listening in. Yep. Maybe yep. they're just listening. So let them go. Okay. Let them go. All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, so we're talking about the access, the access conversation. Mm-hmm. If we prevent the access to the school with the weapon, that does mitigate any type of um, you know risk factor that there could be because you know you can't get it on campus you can't shoot the students or you get there and shoot the guard at least there's a first warning or a first line of defense there 
instead of just a wide open killing field. Um, and that, that's definitely something we should think about. Detroit mm-hmm. inner city schools have metal detectors. I haven't seen a school in Detroit get shot up yet. And that's even back when I was young. People get shot at school, on school grounds, but there are no mass school shooters. Right. So but that brings to my next question. Is this a mental health issue, a gun issue, an access issue, or is it we just are oblivious to the fact that this is happening and we don't know what to do to stop it. <laughs> oh man. I think it's all of it. It's all inter <laughs> I mean it's all intertwined, man, because I mean people just have a fascination with guns. I mean you can't get away from it, you know? Right. I mean unless unless you really know the carnage that it can do and you've seen it firsthand or you know I mean I mean I carried we carried uh uh M four for years, man and that was the last thing I wanted to do, man. I wanted to turn it back in and go home. Like it, it's a, it's a lot of uh, responsibility to carry that gun, you know. So, I don't know. I think it's just in our culture, man. Just to love firearms as Americans. I don't think we can think, really get uh, away from that. The, the situation ain't really about gun control. It's about well, it is about gun control, but I think it's more so so the government can control guns, not because you know. The schools are going to get shot up. I think they can care less about schools getting shot up. I think they more care about controlling the country as a whole, martial law and all this other stuff, which plays a heavy role in what they meant by conspiracy, not the fact that people didn't get killed and get shot. It's the fact that the government allowed things like this to happen without preventing the situation, which causes gun control, which causes, you know, the help with martial law as far as if if it ever occurred. I mean, it's, it's hypothetically speaking. Right. Just say, if they did try to get rid of guns, it would be easier to manipulate and take over versus saying that, oh, there's no gun problem. That's what I think they mean by these conspiracy theories, not the fact that people ain't really getting dropped off. It's the fact that the government is behind, you know, allowing certain events like this to happen. Like, why, why did they not just drop this kid? Like, he shot up, like, 17 people dead and more than 17 people injured and they let this kid live instead of shooting this kid <clears throat> so situations like that they would have killed anybody else mm-hmm. but this kid is still alive I mean you could be more specific if you like <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely be more specific if you like Troy because I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down <laughs> oh, they would have shot the dark skin Hershey guy. He'd have, he'd have been, right. he'd have been uh, miracle whip by the time they got there. <laughs> right. But I mean, there's I definitely. I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of political messages and and undertone to the whole situation. And you know, I, I do believe you know a tragedy happened, but of course the politics kick in, and uh, I don't know if we'll ever get to an answer. No, it's just going to be another school shooting on the books. I mean, at least right now, we are seeing uh, gun control measures in, in legislation now. Like, that's a good thing. Do I think gun control is a problem? I don't think that's the whole problem. I do think it's intertwined in the whole thing. Gun control, mental health, access, and um, the actual purchasing of guns. So, you know, loopholes, go to a gun show, you can just buy one. I saw the video on, mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook of the kid, 13 years old. Went and buy cigarettes, couldn't get them. Went to buy alcohol, couldn't get them. Went to the gun show, bought a rifle. I believe that's not a, I believe that's a problem. I really do. Right. Because Well what do you think? Man, I don't know if this is well, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard like you could be eighteen and get a shotgun and an AR, but you gotta be twenty one to get a handgun. I don't know if that's true, but uh, I've seen that popping up a couple of times. Uh, I've never heard of that. Right. I don't know. I mean, shit. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody. Right. It doesn't make any sense. You know, and the 
I want to I want to actually get to the you know, get to the arguments of the defending the guns. I'm not blaming the guns 100. percent I would never do that because I don't mind weapons. I don't mind guns at all. But people will say things like, "Oh well, there was a DUI and the guy killed five people in the car. Should we ban cars now?" No, you shouldn't ban cars. That's a fucking idiotic thing to say. It's an idiotic comparison. You don't do a car is not a weapon. It is not designed as a weapon. It is not to be used as a weapon. If somebody drives a car drunk and they kill people, that's that person's fault for driving the car. All right? The car was the vehicle or the, the mechanism that killed people. The gun is designed to kill, whether it be an animal, whether it be a person, whether you're shooting frisbees out of the air. All right. Are, are you typing something, Troy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's just plugging away I'm on the piece over there. Jesus Christ! Right now. Yeah, I can I can tell. It's not like you're pounding it with your whole fist, man. I was barely pressing the key. Actually, <laughs> it's just a good microphone. He's like, he's like one finger typing just now, man. I thought I thought it was a typewriter. Click 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 click. <laughs> I thought he was cocking a pistol, man. Like, what are you doing? But <laughs> maybe lose my damn train of thought, Troy. Anyway, <laughs> but we, we can't compare, we can't compare, you know, vehicles with the guns coming to you. You can't compare uh, people running around with knives, you know, right. what's going to kill 100 people tonight. Well, that's, um, that's not a feasible argument because this attack just happened in, was it Korea or China or somewhere weird, where they, a bunch of people with knives, wouldn't kill a bunch of people and hurt people with right. knives. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's a that's an anomaly. You are not going to see a bunch of deranged students running around with knives killing people. Uh, I've yet right. to see that yet. <clears throat> but with the next thing, we'll have knife gun debate. Have to use butter knives. Huh? Next is going to be knife control. You got to start using butter knives. Right, butter people to death. It's just. We we dance around this issue so much that it becomes so distorted that you just want to forget about it, and that's exactly right. what happens time time, and we just forget about it, and it just becomes another massacre, adding up to another tens twenty deaths, and we forget thoughts and prayers. See you later. Right. Remember Sandy Hook. Remember Columbine. Mm-hmm. Remember Parkland, Florida. Uh, but nothing's been done about it, and. You need to, we need to get in contact with people higher up that can actually make moves. Like I say, to buy a gun, you have to pass a mental background check. You have to do things like that. I don't know Mm -hmm. why it will be okay to give a deadly weapon to somebody who can't even walk around without wearing a helmet. Or that that shouldn't have said that. That was bad. No, (laughs) no. Mm -hmm. Disclaimer. (laughs) I take that back. Too late, you can't get <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no lie. Okay. Anyway, for people who can't control their emotions, or people who have to take medication to keep them blowing up, or people who have multiple personalities and schizophrenic, or people who are dangerous themselves, all of that, all those people can get a weapon through those right. loopholes. That can actually happen. But then you get to the other part of the argument. Well, what if they just got it from their parents' house? Yeah, that's true. That definitely could have happened. So then that becomes the parent's obligation and responsibility. Or whoever the gun owner, your legal gun owner, is your inherent responsibility to make sure that weapon is locked up and can only be accessed by the people who are qualified to touch it. Mm-hmm. And, and well, I, I mean, yeah. that, that's everybody's job. Yeah, that's everybody's job. I've a lot of things from happening. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm always stuck on the fact that uh, that people think it's so easy to, uh, I mean, just, I don't know, To they make it seem real easy to defend yourself with a firearm. Like, you know, they take it for granted, all the other factors that come to play when your life's in danger, man. Like, and you you don't have any real world experience, like, stating that you can do what you can do with a gun. So the defense right. part is kind of... It's kind of like a a false like sense of uh, security, you know, because you've never had to pull your gun on someone, so you don't even know if you can do it. 
right? Right. Right. At all. But I would think you'd have a bad day more so than having to defend yourself. So you have access to a gun, and you're going to have way more bad days in your lifetime than ever having to defend yourself. Exactly. Right? That's very true. So, well, I don't, I don't know. Low cars, that quick into that thing, do some guns. <laughs> What's that? I said they should outlaw automobiles since they're outlawing stupid shit. They're going to outlaw some stuff that's not going to kill you. You know? Like guns can just jump off the shelf and just drop you. Yeah. Well, right. It makes no. sense. I'm, I'm totally against the guns should be illegal uh, narrative. No, me guns too. should not me be too. illegal. You I'm not that, saying that, that either, just, man. You, you have the right yeah, as a, to carry whatever you want to carry, but don't feel like you, you know, the sole reason you carry it is to defend yourself. Because I mean, you you never had, I don't know. Like I'm saying, you don't have that experience to say you can do that. So. You, you know, you're just right. You're protecting yourself, but I mean, you see a lot of shit on TV, and we glorify movies and combat, and I mean, it's mostly the people who haven't done stuff that speak about it the most. You know, that's very true. That's what I, that's what I tend to see. You know, I see all these people. Yeah, I'll I'll do a backflip off backflip off my couch and grab my gun and take out this dude that just broke in your house. But that dude breaking in your house, his mindset is completely on a hundred compared to yours. You know? Especially like the old lady we used to know. Yeah. <laughs> right. She bought a gun like when she was like sixty seven so now she gonna she she said she, she gonna slide off the bed, pull a gun from under her pillow and just drop somebody. Right. Like, you, you think that'd be a Power Ranger? You can't be doing no shit like that. And then secondly, have you ever shot a gun without hearing protection? Man. <laughs> that first That's shot goes off, man, you're gonna be di- so disoriented. In the middle of the night, you're going to shoot an AR in your house. There's no way, man. Right. I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, like you said, we think about, well, we got a gun now, so not a playing field is even. No, it's not. It's really no. not even. It's the mindset, no. man. Uh, no. These people coming in to do these mass shootings, their level of, like, off the radar like crazy is like not compared to the dude sitting there learning or teaching algebra you know right like he's he's going to school that day <laughs> thinking of teaching his kids and then this other kid's sole purpose is to come to school and blow everybody's head off and right. i would say he's a lot more capable of doing that than the teacher that's true now <clears throat> the uh studies show about concealed weapon holders that people without that training when they own a weapon are more than likely to have their weapon taken from them and used against them and successfully thwarting off danger. Or they're more than likely to use it when they're not supposed to. Like right. you get this gun, you got this no you now your your sensitive awareness or heightened because now now you got a gun. So now everything's life threatening. And especially mm-hmm. with the state of affairs we're in now, I would not want to see any teachers armed in school. These kids are stupid. Not stupid right. to get shot, but if the teacher got a gun, teacher might be scared enough just to shoot a student just because they threatened a student or the teacher. Right. Or they're afraid. Right. Or they got in his face. Or they threw a desk. Right. Man, so if they get shot, the armed teachers, oh, my God. <laughs> and that use of force, man, and you know, and they're gonna learn how to justify them shooting someone. So, you know, they're able to they're articulate. Gangster. Gangster. Right. Well, I'm saying they're able to like, hey, man, <laughs> I felt endangered in my life. You know, the kid was this big, and I'm this big, and I was able to use my gun because I felt like I was in danger. The I point mean, was is to eliminate guns in schools. So why would you put a gun in the school by arming your teacher? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the thing I've heard about. Well, two guns equal no guns, I guess. That's the. I guess no, the. What happened is the teacher will get his ass jumped, and then they gonna shoot him, <laughs> and then they gonna shoot everybody else in the class. <clears throat> right. Can you mm-hmm. imagine how many? Just imagine. Just put it this way: we have a lot of pussy ass teachers that teach. Who are like geeky or like never fought a day in their life, or they get smacked, they're gonna be called a principal. So, you want them to have guns 
that you mess with. Kids nowadays is crazy as hell. You know, they want to be gangsters. They want to prove themselves. They definitely gonna try to disarm the teacher while he while he ain't looking for you know whatever whatever he gonna tell he gonna he may walk past the desk and try to teach somebody and he's gonna pull it out of his host and just blast that and then it's gonna be over. I, I, right. I just don't make sense. All right. Hey, hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Jet Show. What's up? Hey, what up? What up? What up? This room. Hey, what's up, bro? What up? Yeah, man. Just listening in. I've probably been listening for like the past. I want to say for, um, you know, I mean, I guess you guys are talking about the whole uh, idea of giving our uh, our teachers uh, <laughs> a firearm, which is uh, utterly utterly ridiculous. Uh, if you ask me, um, but you know, yeah, I just well, uh, let me let, <laughs> let me let me ask I don't you think this, Roman. Yeah, uh, let me ask you this: since we all came from the military background and stuff like that, I mean, not everybody armed up. Just because you're military, not everybody got a gun. Right. Yeah. So, what's the point of having everybody arm up on base? There's no point. See, what right? that does is create more. That's going to create more shootings, if you ask me, because not everybody is uh, stable, and not everybody is right. unstable. So you got to try to right. work that shit out. I'm pretty sure some of you guys work with folks, and you, I, if you analyze folks like I do, you're like, you know what? This motherfucker look like he probably come to work and he might he might do some shit. I don't know if I want everybody having a yeah having a gun. You know what I mean? It's everybody like certain things know. that you know uh, you know certain you know certain folks. You know if if a guy um uh, for instance let's just say a guy uh tracks his um for for instance tracks his wife. You know what I'm saying? Uh mm-hmm. like has she doesn't know it, but uh and this is a true story. I'm not able to reveal who the individual is, but he tracks his wife. She doesn't know it. Like, he tracks her with his phone. Would you trust that motherfucker with a firearm? <laughs> no. You feel me? No. Like, like, who the fuck does that shit? Like, who the fuck tracks her? Why do you need to know everything? Like, all of a sudden, like, he calls her every time she go in the, in, in the, in the kitchen for coffee. And, like, you know, what the fuck is that about, man? It's like, it's almost time. It's like time. It's like clockwork. And, like, every time, you know, yeah, we got word that, she had, meant, uh, she had mentioned, like, somebody uh, <laughs> somebody from work had overheard a conversation. She was like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were watching me. And it's, like, the biggest inside joke ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she has no fucking clue. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, man, that's, that's a whole nother level of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I know some cats, you know, like, some girls, like, tap into your social media shit. Hybrid. Yeah, that's some, yeah, that's what my ex did. She shouted into you know <laughs> social media shit, but uh, <laughs> but tracking your like every move, man. That's what kind of commitment is that to a marriage? But uh, you know, I digress. That, like what I'm saying is like people like that, they don't need no fucking gun. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I don't want to. You know, like yo, yo, man, Mike, Mike, you know, slick to be tracking his wife, man. He, he got a gun. What? So he knows where I am at all times. Right. Yeah, we're not giving everybody on base a fucking fucking gun. Right. You really yeah. want like as far if who really needs the gun are the fucking cleaners because they get treated the worst <laughs> depending on you know how people are. They come in the office. You know what I'm saying? They come clean your shit up. Mm-hmm. You might as well just get a stupid gun if that's the case. Just start dropping people. Yeah. Yeah. My, Man, let me tell you my my thing about this whole gun shit or whatever, especially being here in Florida. Okay. I'm not saying I don't want I don't want you, you know, that right to bear arm shit. I don't think they meant fucking Uzis and AR fifteens and, and AK forty seven. My thing is, yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not against owning a gun. I think you should have a gun. Yeah, I think yeah, you should have the right to have a gun. But what the fuck is a kid at 18, in an AR-15 for. For what? If he's not in military uniform, he don't need that shit. Yeah, no, you tell me I, it's I better agree, for man. hunting? You tell me it's better for hunting? If you need an AR-15 <laughs> to hunt, man, you're, you're, you're fucking it up. You're fucking up the, the whole <laughs> idea of hunting. Yeah, I agree. 
<laughs> I mean, that's my that's my thing. Like, we should be able to own we should be able to own guns. Yeah, I, right. I'm I'm all for that. But I don't think I need an AR-15, AK-47. What's up, New Orleans? You know what I mean? I don't really think you right. need all like these these uh these rapid firing guns. What well, eighteen? Because they're meant I to mean, kill. Right. Yeah. At eighteen. What are you defending? You don't own a house for the most part. You know, you got your mom's house. That's not your house. Let your parents defend the house. You go to school. It's easy. Like, I just, right. I'm, what, uh, what's I, let's I mean, just, just say this kid man. had a handgun. If he had a handgun, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he could still done some damage. But I don't think that the numbers would be as high as they are. Exactly. And I think it's easier to disarm somebody with a handgun versus they are. You're just scared just about looking at it. No. Oh man, Secur- it's intimidating. Security had a. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's why you don't have you don't have law enforcement rolling around with ARs. You know, that's their secondary weapon for something that's really popping off for the most part. So, yeah, let, me, they don't so let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys with your law enforcement background. Mm-hmm. With him having the with the way they took down the suspect after you know what I'm saying he had done what he did. Did was everything done properly? <laughs> As far as, I think shot the kid, be as far as like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, based off of how they, you know, how the media has shown what they do to these unarmed, you know what I'm saying? Like, most uh, of these unarmed people that end up, you know, magically dead versus this guy that actually, com- you know, committed murder. He just gets taken away. He just seems unscathed. No, nothing done, you know, really done to him. Right, like I said to uh, Troy, you you could be specific. We we putting up what you're putting down. We picking it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John we know exactly what you're talking about. So I, I, I'll I'll toss out the real world scenario. A man legally carrying a weapon with a concealed license gets killed, but he was not reaching for the weapon not threatening the officer or anything. He gets killed. So that tells me that the perceived threat of that man had to have been something different than what his actions were showing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the shooter, Franklin Florida, his actions show the level of force that should have been responded with would have been deadly force. It absolutely, 100% equivalently should, should have been deadly force. However, if the student or the shooter was not showing any signs of threat at the moment when he was apprehended, then they did the job correctly. As an ethical okay. law enforcement professional, that was an ethically and professionally done arrest. Because if he wasn't shooting at the time, didn't have any weapons on him, they took the man exactly where they should have. It looked like he was reaching for his gun. <laughs> no. Isn't that, isn't no, that the, uh, the statements given? My question is, why know? did they drop the kids? Is it because he's black or white? Now, see, that could be a whole different story. Just imagine a black kid walking in the AR. They shot, they shot him before they even managed to shoot. <clears throat> well, we he seems, he looks, well, he looks much more dangerous than the white kid held and holding an AR-15. Such a ridiculous but, but we, we, I mean, this, this is what we know. We do know this already, that a black person is perceived as more dangerous than a white person, regardless of the scenario. You can have motherfucking Norman Bates standing there. And I you saw got, What? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm saying the perception is that's what society is telling us. Society tells us that black men are more dangerous than white men. And that's the narrative that the police will use. That's the subconscious. That's there. Even with black men. Okay. Okay. Black cops, too. I saw in, uh, an interesting uh, meme today. Like, they say if, um, <laughs> if black men are so dangerous and, and black women are so <laughs> so rude, where are all these black mass shootings? And it shows like uh, it was like a Doctor Phil, it was like a Doctor Phil clip at the bottom. D.L. Hughley put it up actually. It was like a Doctor Phil clip 
at the bottom showing like a bunch of white guys that were on his show not saying anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like they're, white they're people. But straight up, I don't know face. <laughs> yeah, so that's my that's my that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? So if we're if we really are perceived to be so dangerous, where where are all these uh these shooters? Where's the weapons of mass destruction? That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Osama bin Laden. That that is a perfect that that's a perfect segue right now into our next topic because we have the social perception of things and what we are trained to think. Yet the numbers, statistics, and the actual facts of it don't add up what our perceptions or trained perceptions are. So we're going to yeah. go on the welfare, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we do that? Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're ready. Okay. Sounds back. Wonderful. Now, we heard the stereotypes. You know, we, we hear it all the time. They're lazy. They refuse to work. They get more kids just to collect more money. And right. in our eyes and, and society, they're people of color, right? That That's what people think all the time. Once they're on welfare, they stay on it. Because why would you work? You can get free money every month. Why would you work? Mm-hmm. So oh, even with not. that said, knowing, us knowing that the stats are not accurate with the perception, in our last uh, Republican primary, they said it. They, they preached on that stuff like it was actually true. You know, like right. we're going to be socialist. It's going to be a socialist economy or a socialist uh, politics now. Because we're just going to keep giving to all the people who are not working and taking it from the people who are working. That's that's not true. It's a horrible, horrible narrative that we keep on perpetuating. So when we say we're going to talk about welfare, we're going to talk about welfare tonight. We don't, we don't get on that. So I'm going to tell you all, I'm, 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 I'm going to share out some stats on this. We spend more money on Social Security, defense, and international security assistance. Then we got Medicaid, Medicare. Mm-hmm. Then we got safety net programs. With all the talk about we need to protect our veterans more and do this and do that for our military, only 8% goes toward our veterans and retired uh, military people. Only 8. 3% go to education. 2 yeah. go to transportation and infrastructure. I'm telling you, we are looking at this all wrong. We've been doing it, and that's because we are taught to hate each other, even though we're all poor. Amen. It ain't no black and white thing. It's poor. It's poor and rich thing. Right. Yep. And let me give you a stat. All right. So let me sit here. Let me uh, pull it up real quick because <laughs> this just happened, and I know we had – we touched on this topic a little bit at the end of the, the last show, but uh, like the stigma is against you know, welfare, SNAP. You know, people abusing it, doing all this stuff, right? So we had an eye doctor right. down here in Florida who just got 17 years uh, for uh, a federal prison, right? So he uh-huh. essentially stole $73 million over a span of five years, and it's all Medicaid fraud. So he was charging senior citizens and doing unnecessary procedures to get their Medicaid money. So it happens on both sides, right? But we tend right. to point out the small things, you know, like, I mean, look at that, $73 million? We, I've never seen anybody rack up $73 million at the grocery store. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. $73 million at a grocery store? What the hell are you doing? Exactly. But we point out the dude who's spending $200 to get steak and shrimp. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we don't know. Now, who would do I something mean, like that? <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, for you to be, for I don't know, for me to take your opinion, you know, more solidly, I guess. I mean, you'd have to point out both sides, man, because there's a lot of fraud on both sides. You know, there's rich people defrauding the government, and there's poor people defrauding the government. But the system essentially is designed to help people out. So you can't knock the system; you just knock the people that abuse it, and it's not everybody. It's, it's around 8%. There's 8% of people who fraudulently 
use welfare, abuse it, but there's also a portion that if the government makes up the mistakes as well. So when they say it's misused or it's fraud, it could also be the government's not giving enough or the government's giving too much. That's also factored into those mistakes. Right. That's true. You looked at, uh, no, I saw something else today, and I'm not sure how true this one is, but it says 20% of military families use SNAP benefits, military families. So you're telling me that you can harp on the single mom in the hood about getting uh, food stamps, give her a box of food, but then you got to turn around and do that to the white family in the military, too, who ain't making enough money to feed their kids, and they're in the mm-hmm. military. That's right. We we got it wrong. We we got it wrong, people. No, yeah. we do. I mean, look at look at what you. Definitely I mean, you posted priorities in the wrong place. Right. Oh yeah. You posted that. Oh, I don't know. I forgot what you posted last week, man. But a lot of people, you know, were chiming in on it, and it was pretty much fifty-fifty on, you know, we got to regulate what people buy with SNAP, and you know, it's and and people love the fact that they can get help when they need it. So. I don't I don't necessarily understand where that all came from, you know, as far as uh worrying about what other people are are doing at the grocery store. I, I never really even paid attention. Like like it's a short just taking lobster and people are buying it up on food stamps. Right. And I mean if you all the people are like, Oh my god, no, I can't get mine <laughs> What I'm saying is even if you try to, man, like steaks like ten bucks a T bone, man, you'd run out of money in no time. Right. <clears throat> but so, first of all, also, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say whoever said that, which we know who said it, has to be an idiot <laughs> because <laughs> I was on food stamps never. But when we had a link card on link card and all this stuff, we ain't got no damn shrimp. We bought, we got big ass cheese. We had a whole bunch of motherfucking grilled cheese. We had ramen noodles. <laughs> I don't know where right. the chicken strip came from, but uh, uh the big drum peanut butter. Oh yeah, that damn peanut butter. We had that big ass job peanut butter with so much damn oil in it that you can make a goddamn. <laughs> you can make another pork fucking roast. That that was right. a drum. That's a drum, a drum of peanut butter, a drum. Dude, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a motherfucking instrument of peanut butter. Like that's how much peanut butter it was. It was a drum. And then you had the rectangle box of cheese that was delicious, by the way. And I wish I could find some more. And then yeah, the apple sauce. That Man, right. that, cheese, that, that cheese better than the cheese that's out there by Kraft right now. Right. No, it is. It's delicious. Delicious. But yeah, apple sauce. <laughs> but you seen uh, <laughs> you seen the stat that I I I posted uh, you know about. If you're an average person making fifty thousand a year, you know you're only paying thirty six thirty six bucks a year into the food stamp program. So that's three bucks a month. That's essentially nothing, man. That's that's an energy drink. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. So so why are people complaining about it? You know. Because oh my how, god, they're misusing it. Like, right, but it's a it's a uh, smoke and mirrors, man. It's like we're we're taught to hate on each other, man, and we're all so. Like, I mean, we're middle class, but even middle class is like a slip away from being poor. So, yeah, I mean, I have that, that's a paycheck away. <laughs> it's a paycheck away from being on food stamps or, you know, I mean, but then we look at we look at the other side of the fence where this guy, you know, he racked up, it was $73 million in restitution he owes, but they are factoring that he probably stole about $126 million from poor people. Right, and that's not comparative to any one of us or anybody that's ever abused the food stamp program. Right. Now tell me, um, when people are talking about the boxes that people should get for welfare, what is supposed to be in this box? Tell me what, if I needed food for my kids, what I'm worth to put in this fucking box that I'm supposed to get every month. Give me okay, some but ideas, guys. Here, here, hold on, hold on. Okay, first the box idea, but if you think about big co- corporations, right? I mean, that's money in the Amazon's pockets because they're gonna pretty much they control majority of like delivery, right? 
I mean, they're pretty huge right now. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? You're going to pretty much open up your market to a whole other avenue of money, the government. So we're all going to pay tax money for someone to deliver boxes of food to people, but it's a private corporation that's getting all the money. Right. It makes no sense. I mean, it it, it makes perfect sense, actually. (laughs) Well, it does. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But you got to think like that, man. Like, you know, they're never looking out for us, man. It's not, you know, intended for that purpose. But you think the government is looking out for somebody. (laughs) Right. So what I'm saying is, I mean, it starts from within, man, like us. We got to help each other out, man, and 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 put money in each other and, you know, and promote each other and I don't know. So what do you think? I don't know what's going to be in the box. Just all the food pyramid shit or what? The food pyramid. <laughs> uh, ice cream, and we got to add some shrimp. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to be in my box. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got no script. I want. I want that. Uh, I want. I want top ramen in my <laughs> shit. Only Oriental and beef. <laughs> Fuck no shrimp. I don't want. I don't want the shrimp flavor. I don't like shrimp flavor. Nah, that shrimp flavor is disgusting, uh, bro. Oh man, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh, that creamy chicken. <laughs> no, no, creamy chicken and the boiled water. No, that don't go together for one. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a grape, grape, grape and red, grape and red. No fruit punch, no strawberry, no cherry. Grape, grape and red. That's it. That's what you want. Grape and red. Yeah, we want, we want that. Sugar. We want sugar. Sugar, water, and purple. Is what, we, is what it is. Yep. You gotta get that oolay. I believe that's and that purple stuff. Sugar, water, and purple. Oh, let's see what else. Um, uh. Six, ten pounds of hamburger meat. Yeah, bruh. From from, from various animals. Ab, apple apple uh, drink. We want, we want apple drink. Yep. Yep, and applesauce. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hot hot sauce. This bruh. It's like a really, Taco Bell big no. box. What the hell y'all eat? Chico Chico sticks. <laughs> oh, Chico sticks. <laughs> hell yeah. Chico sticks. Let me uh. Chico sticks in that box. Hey, hey Evan. Huh? Uh, I yeah. got a message. Uh. I know someone wants to bring up. Well, Josh wants to bring up the facts. Well, I'll let you touch on. Uh, he wants to know what are your <laughs> what are your thoughts on the WIC program and uh, why is WIC allowed to have only approved food items, but food stamp isn't, or they're not allowed. All right, basically. Okay. Now I like what Josh, man. That's just funny. I like I like <laughs> Josh too. That's well, yeah, my boy, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. <laughs> Wick, Wick stands for. <laughs> Josh, you got to call, man. Yeah, Josh, he, Josh, Josh speaks oh, his fucking call? mind, man. No, but go ahead. I'll you let know, you. Don't bring, don't bring people up who ain't calling the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, oh. fuck your couch, you know. <laughs> well, go ahead. I'll let, I'll let you answer, Evan. Uh, I'm yeah, how do you feel about WIC? Wait, WIC stands for what? Women, infants, and children, right? Right. Right. All right. WIC is specifically for women or single women that have or having children kids or right. that have kids. Right. So they're going to get those necessary items just for, for the growth. But they can have they, the... <laughs> they can have WIC and SNAP at the same time, though. Right. So it's not like That's it's true. not like one trumps the other, so they can have it at the same time. So you're looking at um, pregnant women up to six weeks, postpartum, breastfeeding, and children up to the fifth birthday. That's it. That's all you can have for weight. Hmm. And that's facts, Josh. Yeah. Facts, Nevin. Oh, wow. <laughs> you motherfuckers are funny, man. Josh was the one that was talking about the basketball court shit, right? Right. Yes, that was Josh. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. He's funny. I like him, man. Come on, Josh. I don't get picked up and I'm white, but I can walk. <laughs> That's racism, goddammit. <laughs> Come on, man. I got Billy Hope. No, no, no. <laughs> there was a whole movie about it. You, you can't, wow. you can't give me him. You can't give me that square. No, you got the white boy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, but the moral of the story, the moral of the story, though, Josh can ball. Josh can ball exactly. Yep. He, he, he just he got was a, in the zone. Right, he was in the zone. And at the end, he dunked. After he after he lost everything, he dunked. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. He lost Rosie Perez. Good job, Josh. Where'd he go? So, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we can uh. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I guess I guess we can move yeah, into uh horrible. The uh I don't know. This is old news, man, but it's still current. What's up with the, that uh national anthem, man? Fergie? Oh. Yeah. No, Fergie. Oh, oh no. my god. Oh my goodness. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Look, man. Okay. <laughs> If, if if all the honor guard and the color guard would have just took a knee while she was singing, I would have been okay with that. Well, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> I'll give it to you from a funny perspective and then a, a serious uh, perspective. From the serious perspective, she's a recovering meth user. I don't know if people know that shit. So really. Clearly, there was something going on. I don't know what form of drug was being used, but I was like, yo, we are looking at somebody going through some shit right now. That's what it looked like to me. Um, so it's like, it's like, damn, so we like, hope she's okay. You're like, she's not a crackhead. She's just very crackish, you know, That's, right. yeah, how, like how Jamie, <laughs> Jamie was saying <laughs> But from a funny perspective, I thought it was very funny that there was no real backlash the way they gave Kaepernick shit over this. It could be apples and oranges, but I mean, she twisted this <laughs> beloved, she twisted this beloved fucking song by America, tried to make a jazz record out of it, and no one. Yeah, I mean, people joked about it, send memes and shit, but they're not like calling for Fergie's head. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I learned that Fergie's Mexican. I didn't know oh, that. I didn't, not, oh, I didn't know that Fergie's me. Mexican. There what was a joke. You don't they, said, they said if <laughs> Trump... Uh, <laughs> that's funny, man. Yo, yo Troy a fucking fool, man. <laughs> but Troy, yeah. Troy don't get us food, man. <laughs> yeah, so my, my my thing is like you know they said if like if Trump were to hear this shit she'll um she'll probably be deported and I didn't get it I was like why the fuck would they deport Fergie? Fergie's oh, makes sense. Mexican. Well, she's mixed. She's mixed, obviously, you know. But yeah, I was right. like, okay. I mean, I don't know too many Mexicans with the last name Ferguson. Was she mixed with karaoke? That sucked. Uh, oh my God, no! Oh man, that was damn, damn. <laughs> fucking karaoke, man. Ah, did, did she recover on. from that? Did, was she come recovering on. like that night? Oh, I don't know, man. But she took a bump. She, she fucked up. She fucked up the words. She fucked up the words. Not only did she switch up the, her way of singing, and she fucked up the lyrics. Man, that it's the national anthem, man. <laughs> It's a national oh, anthem, man. Just sing. Just sing. No, I'm like, how do you fuck it up? You're from on. L.A. I'll be, damn, I'll be damn if I bring y'all to Norfolk, Virginia, and I got to sing the national anthem, and I fuck it up. Oh, we man. We go to Detroit. <laughs> we go to the D, fuck the free world, and let Hunt fuck up the national anthem. No, man. Not. Papa Doc had one. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man. I mean, yeah. But but no seriously, I I think she uh she she really she tried to put a spin on it. Remember R. Kelly did it at the uh Bernard Hopkins fight? 
and um, oh, oh yeah, it was weird. Yeah, if, if, Who are it ain't, it is, he There's only been on. two. There's only been two successful ways, uh, like unorthodox ways of singing the national anthem, and they go as followed. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, when his rendition of game. the of, of uh, and you know it, that it is. There, that's the second one, Marvin Gaye. Jimi Hendrix and Marvin Gaye. Um, yep. I'm sorry, we don't want a jazz version of the national anthem. It's not. It's not happening. It, it happened. That that happened. It did, but it's yeah. This that, that that wasn't about to go through. Not like that. I think if a, if a titty would have fell out, it is anything better. I would just forget. Yeah, that, but I had to make it by the end of this song. Yeah, America. <laughs> she should have came out at the Super Bowl, man. Fergie should have been at the damn Super Bowl. Why? Yeah, they should have brought her ass out to prepare us for this shit that we was about to see. Have her do like a jazz number with Justin, do a jazz rendition of "Sexy Back" or some shit. I mean, is she coming with jazz? That's that's what you do now, Fergie. You do jazz? No, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. Exactly. Do that. We just <Yeah>. Well, she says she's mixed with karaoke, man. That's that's a tagline for the show, man. I need to post that shit. She's mixed with with karaoke. God damn, man. That was the original humor right there by by Evan. God damn it, man. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like a. I don't know. I saw it all over Facebook, and I saw Draymond Green laughing. That, that was like yo. A, listen, I thought. Uh, real shit watching it at work I was like are we the only ones that hear this shit <laughs> and then I saw and then yeah when I saw Draymond he laughed I bust out <laughs> laughing so fucking hard like this is on national hey, TV like this is national <laughs> TV do you know people watching this shit but I'm saying out of all like, the people like I, I would never think as like someone like Fergie to sing the national anthem you know yeah I like, asked like Sierra or Janet right. Jackson or J-Lo, somebody that got right. real pipes. Yeah, that's not like a vocalist. <laughs> you know that she's not. <laughs> but hey, man. All three hey. of horrible. <laughs> God bless her. Can you imagine J-Lo singing <laughs> the fucking national anthem? J-Lo? She would dance the whole time. Yeah, she would just dance. Well, I hope she doesn't hear this show later on, man. I meet mean, fucking J-Lo. So you said something about I couldn't sing. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get sued on the podcast. This is bullshit. Yeah. That, man, that would be the biggest. Man, I, I, hope, I would hope to get sued by the podcast. I'm like, what? Oh, they shit. do what? Me too, man. Shit. <laughs> Who is it that you had follow you? The Cheryl uh, Underwood? Yeah, Cheryl. Yeah. yeah. Let's give let's give a shout right. out to her, man. Yeah, let's let's get a shout out to her, man. If she can uh tweet one of our episodes, call in something. Right. Oh, oh, she'd be loud as shit. She way put in loud. She way put in leak. Whoa. All right. That's a good segment to get into cuz I want to talk about something. I don't know if uh you guys know but uh, Marlon Marlon Wayans has a Netflix special now. So oh, yeah, now the question is, it was okay. I'll be honest with you. I watched it today. It was it was semi funny, like in the beginning. But like, it's this one segment when he goes into Wendy Williams. I was like, this motherfucker's wrong, yo. Like for real. <laughs> um, um, it talks about her passing, her <laughs> fucking fainting and shit early this year. Oh, but no. I, that's that's what let me know how recent the show was. I didn't realize it was that recent, you know what I'm saying? Because like Chris Rock's show was done a year. I saw that show live a year ago, like the same that material. Right. So I figured like it, 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 was, it was probably like a year ago. But you know, Chris Rock is a newspaper. Marlon is like watching the the cartoon section of the newspaper and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's an, he all animated with his shit. So I wonder how much do you feel that Marlon deserves? I don't know. Um, we don't know what he got paid, but can we can we continue this on your show? Because we only got like thirty seconds. Oh damn! Yeah. I didn't realize. 
Oh, yeah. shit. We'll do your show next, man, for sure, man. The Romy Mac show, too. Yeah, We're gonna the, call jet it. the jet jet fucking takeover. Yeah, y'all do what you do, what you do. Right, right. Evan, go ahead, man. Close it out. Appreciate the call. Love you. All right, guys. Well, hey, appreciate everything, man. We, we covered some good ground today. I'll make sure you tune in next week and uh, tune in on this broadcast or podcast on our Facebook page, jetj.e.t. Zero dollars a T. I don't know. Anyway, don't listen in. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, you want to put topics up for the next show, we are open to it. You can message us or put on our page. Thank you all. Have a great night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.